somebody could literally be in your pocket. Listening. Yeah. So another episode of 99 Problems But Gen Z Ain't One. I'm Holly. I'm Connor. And I'm Lizzie. So today we're talking about privacy and data breaches within organisations and business. Mm-hmm. And I think it's topical because of things which are going on with British Airways. Now they've had they're in the midst of a potential 183 million pound mm. fine at the so moment. So much. Yeah. <laughs> so much money. Uh, and then Marriott as well. They've been stung. I think it's something like. Um, another hundred million pound potential fine, uh, and then sort of tangentially related, like Universal Credit has been hit by a load of scammers this week, um, which it seems like it's a, it's timely to talk about <laughs> data privacy. Is that enough? Is that like a big enough fine, or is it too much? Do you think? If it's like a multi-million pound for BA, company. it's one point five percent of their annual turnover. So I just feel Only like only one point five. Yeah. But GDPR can take up to four percent of a company's annual turnover. It's like um, previous data protection law, uh, the maximum fine was £500,000, which I think is like embarrassingly low for a huge company. So probably a good thing. You've got to think what sort of data is being lost in that. Well, at Marriott, it was passport information, um, credit card information, people's dates of birth, like... Full I'm not names. too asked about people knowing my date of birth. Like no. I'm not that secretive yeah. about my age. Just, but the other ones definitely. Yeah, passport say, like, information. That's yeah, like yeah. Jesus. How much do you guys care? Because care like, you, you know, care every enough. time you hear about one of these breaches, are you like, oh god, I've got to go update my. Um, I did have a, a sort of paranoia session a few years ago where I went around and changed all my passwords to separate passwords. Um, how do you track all that? Do you have? Like, I have a. a I'm not going to tell them. It's a genuine question because, like, fair enough, you've done all that and you know, it's mm. good on you, you've sort of updated all that. But surely, if you've got all these, I'm, I'm assuming they're like quite intricate codes, it's not just like cat um, one, two, three. No, it's the, the mine aren't intricate, they're not intricate, they're yeah. just very weird. Like, I will literally just go like stream of consciousness and do completely disparate things. So, but how do you remember that? Because if you've got all these passwords um, saved with like the, the domain and then your password on one app, at the risk of there's a lot of pressure opening myself to, I mean, <laughs> there's always you always have to have information somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's these tools you can get now, like Dashlane, they're like password generators, mm. and then they you basically have one password for that, and it's several step authentication, and then they generate passwords for you. Okay. Um, so you can manage it that way. Um, you can have like the what's it called finger recognition now. Yeah, mm. that's good. And like um, face recognition, some things have now. You just look at it and it In goes, hello. In a way, Hello. I prefer that because it takes the pressure of you having to remember codes. Because I am quite paranoid, so I do. I like to put a lot of numbers in, mm. a lot of like uppercase and lowercase, <laughs> and they're quite long. So having a you know scan your thumb, it's quite sort of. Instant. I love that for my online banking, yeah. like just using my phone. Oh, yeah, really. Oh, it's the Santander app that I use. Oh. So, and it's not even for security for me. It's literally I can't be asked to type it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm just like, I need to get that. That sounds yeah. great because at the moment I've got to do the um, 500 million step process on the desktop, which is good because I feel like it's secure. But 
Well, oh. for now, I, at the moment, I'm quite reluctant to even, you know, tick boxes being like, remember my password no, I and don't. stuff like that. I, mm. I'm not sure the logic behind it, but it just seems fishy to me, so I don't do it. I only yeah, do, do it on them. my home computer on sites like that I, I know that I just want to log into quickly, like Facebook. Like, I don't want to have to keep putting in my Facebook password, but... I don't. Do and you, I, when do it you trust says, these websites though? When you put like, you know, remember me, remember my details, especially with like card details. Oh, on no, I'm bit. always paranoid. I'm oh no, I never like, do that with card remember details. Remember my card. I'm like, no. I don't like it when it comes up at the top like asterisk, asterisk, card ender, ending mm. in da 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 da, and I'm just like, yeah, it's Google. The thing is, like, yeah. I, I have put my um, one of my debit cards on Google, um, purely because you know it's so large of a company. I, I mean, I'm saying that I really, really hope. That well, BA is a pretty large company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but I feel like Google's, you the know, the British government of... is a pretty large company. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I should sort of uh, reevaluate all that. But um... I don't know. It's a, a certain extent we put it so much trust in these companies, and that's why GDPR is so like draconian almost because it's like this is really important stuff, and companies need to take it really seriously and to ed- like educate their employees about. You know, don't click on weird emails and in- install antivirus on your PC and things like that. Are those common anymore, weird emails? Yeah. Like, do you get them? Oh, yeah. How often? Oh, on a week, on my work email. And I'm like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, dear friend, I am... It's like more of a phishing yeah, yeah. Email That's like, dear friend, I, I have a great opportunity that I would like to share with you. Please send your banking information to whoever for you know. Then then we can go into business together or something equally ridiculous. Mm. Um, but they can be very sophisticated, like when, um, like the phone banking ones where they'll ring up and they'll have your account number. They'll have. See, I recently book. got done. Really? Remember? Yeah, it was the. Um, I got a text from, uh, what you call it, the, what you call it, HMRC, and they were like, oh, oh you've got a tax deposit, and obviously, you're like, ooh, tax deposit, a bit of money. So Stuff like, like that, I always look to see if there's like .org or something Yeah, like so that. Yeah. this is why, I'm usually pretty savvy about it, so I followed the link. Especially when it comes to money, can't Yeah, <laughs> so like, I followed the link, and it took me to like a, a webpage, and I could not fault it. As, as a government website, it ended with .gov. I was like, this, this must be legit because all these pages, like, you know, it, mm. it looks real. It looks really, really real. So I put my bank codes and stuff. Like an idiot, don't do this. And, um, yeah, I, I just gave all my information away. I, after, like, two weeks of, like, something's not right, something's not in right. In your gut you felt that? Or did, did you have happen? Some, did they send you something? Did you notice that? No, in my, in my gut I was like, something's not right. So then I rang up HMRC and I was like, yeah, all this happens. They're like, we never send texts, ever. They're like, we will call you or, you know, we, we'll contact you in a proper way and we'll sort of, you know, identify ourselves to you, but we'll never text you. So I was there like, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> am I about to get, you know, really screwed over here? So I went to my bank, I cancelled all, you know, all anything to do with that card and I got a new one. Luckily, they hadn't touched it <laughs> and now, now they can't. They're just a big faff and wow. I could have really been, you know, screwed yeah. over there. But, um, yeah. It's, so, it's scary how good they're getting. Yeah, they can do mimic websites really um, scarily. And if they've already gotten a lot of your data, it's quite easy for them to convince. Like, um, I heard about this lady who, she knew about these scams and stuff. So she was like, um, I'm not comfortable with you having rung me. Like, I'm going to ring Santander back and ask to speak to you. And then I'll know that this is, you know, legit. 
and he was like, that's perfectly fine, madam, you know, talk to you in a second. But what they'd done is they got into her phone somehow and they were redirecting calls wherever they wanted. Uh-huh. So she rings the legitimate Santander number and it goes through to Them again. S- scammer. Well, um, these are examples of scams, aren't they? Whereas mm. this stuff with BA, etc., like, they are all mm. accidental breaches. So yeah. there's a difference in one's malicious and one isn't. Well, yeah. yeah. No, well, th- this is hacker. Like, the BA and the Marriott, and the, that was, they was, their data was stolen by hackers. It wasn't oh, okay. um, accidentally sort of leaked to the public. But they didn't have the correct procedures in place no. to secure it. Yeah, because for Marriott, it was because they acquired a new sort of chain in 2016 that had very old outdated computer systems and that was the weak link in the chain because it was on the network they could get in through there but so in that case it's insufficient sort of and no but the business does have an obligation to have that up to date and to protect that and that's not what they did no but sometimes it's an employee or someone getting duped by a scam and then Mm. that lets them into one computer on the network and then they can get access to a lot of other things so We've talked about what information we're happy to share, but what are other examples of sensitive information? Because there's so much, and it's mm. unique to everyone. It could be your ethnic okay. background, it could be your sexual orientation. Well, your mm. medical history. Yeah. The NHS has been hit quite a lot. Um, like, <laughs> I mean, a funny example is when that person um, hit reply all and sent everyone in the NHS an email and crashed the servers. Oh my god! Uh, so, and that <laughs> meaning that it was vulnerable. But um, yeah, that that would be something because there's an awful lot of sensitive information on those servers. Um, government, you know, benefit uh, history, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking. I keep going back to the BA thing. Like, what sort when when you're going through sort of online processing of like you know flying somewhere, what sort of information do you put through? You've got. Passport. Financial stuff, passport, um, address. Well, where you'll be. Yeah, for, where you'll be. You know, so people can be like, even at the very simplest level, like my dad, my dad's really paranoid whenever we're going on holidays. Like, don't tell people we're going away. It'll, it'll get out and they'll but know we're not there. Someone that's like that, but it's not a case of they'll know where we are. It's a case of they'll rob our house while yeah, we're that's out. What we, <laughs> that's what he's worried about. He'll be like, oh, if you tell everyone we're going, they'll be like, oh, empty house. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, do you think my friends are going to be coming round? Like, well, it sounds hey. paranoid, but I guess it, it could happen. I, mean, I guess it does, doesn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. but um, it, it's, oh, I suppose, BA website, look at that. Well, so, like, you could imagine, like, with uh, B2B companies... You're, you know, if, if there was a leak, you've got financial information linking to accounts that, you know, millions of pounds in. We have, like... And that could crash the entire company and then mm. all those employees get, you know, made redundant because like, they've just been drained. <laughs> God. <laughs> but we have, like, intellectual property as well. Like, we have... We get news about product releases and things like that way before it goes public because we have to develop the marketing materials for them. And if that gets out, then, you know... Yeah. That's, that's their sort of unique product or the, you know, the blueprint or whatever, mm. that, that's very valuable. Um, so. so I think businesses have a core responsibility um, to let their customers know how they're using their data. Um, they have the right to access that personal data mm-hmm. and they have a right to request it to be erased. Um, I think this all ties into how the um, Data Protection Act was updated in 2018 yeah. last year. So... The G- GDPR? Yeah. That, that, one. <laughs> that one. That one. The General Data Protection Regulation. It's an EU directive um, that 
in the UK replaces the 1995 um, Data Protection Act, which is wasn't really fit for purpose considering like how much things have changed since 1995. When I don't, were any of us born in 1995? I was. Yeah, I wasn't. That's 96. Me too. Yeah. So 95 me. Over our lifetimes, things. Well, techno- technology has grown and advanced yeah. exponentially, and exactly. so we need protection there to <laughs> secure us from it. <laughs> yeah, our digital footprint's grown massively. If you, if you think about how much you used to, how much information you used to put out a couple of years ago compared to like how much you have out now, yeah. like yeah, I think how much you put on Facebook. Yeah, how much information Everywhere. you have on there? Quite a bit. Um, I don't have the most I could have. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, mainly because I just didn't, I don't really care to spend the time to put it in. Yeah. But I've, I think my date of birth's on there. It's not public. I think it says I like Cardi B and yeah. I like all these like groups mm. and stuff. So a while ago I shut it down. I, I was not shut my page down, but I just took pretty much everything off. You paranoid? Yeah, I was pretty paranoid. <laughs> but um, I, was, I was looking at examples and Facebook was hit this year for um, a data breach. And at the time, they had 600 million users, and they stored their, all the users' passwords uh, in plain text uh. on, the, on the system, so you could just read them. Unencrypted. You know. That's a bit of a just... faux pas. Yeah, it wasn't even Jeez, encrypted. Jeez, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, Zuckerberg kind of You had one job. <laughs> but 600 million users, users like, are exposed, and then you know, from that, you can you know, do what you want with all that data you, you find. But uh, Plus I thought a lot that of was quite a big one. Facebook to log in on things like I logged yeah, in yeah, on Facebook on Spot- ASOS. I can log into Spotify through Facebook and yeah. things like that. So that's why I don't save cards uh, on places because even if they got access to that account, they can't. Yeah, because so, you can buy things through Facebook now. So what makes things like PayPal so secure? Because they have a technology which is superior it's to just others. Kind of, I think, I mean, they're very well encrypted and things like that, but also it's an extra step. So if you pay through PayPal, the person a person trying to impersonate you and use your card and things they have to not only have the password to the site you're buying something on but also the PayPal password right, your sure. authentication so there's all these layers but I just do I trust PayPal they have my bank information they have everything stored mm. on there yeah the thing is you, you trust these you know these secure companies until one of them yeah because there's only a matter of time I feel because there's more and more and like you know there's, another thing is people don't update apps yeah and that's hackers love that because oh my god, I don't have the memory. I haven't updated anything in you, years. You have to. You have to. I'm gonna have to now. I've said this. <laughs> yeah. Um, because what they do is they, they, the hackers download the app and they sort of you know crawl through it and they find you know little weak points. Yeah. And that was how um, what was it Evernote? I think Evernote was exploited after somebody found like a weakness in the code. And obviously you know people, it's like a note page. People mm. store passwords and all that in. Yeah. So uh, that was quite a big one. Uh, yeah. So there was one earlier this week with no, not this week earlier this year with WhatsApp wasn't there? It was. Like oh yeah, they could access your cameras and microphones, which oh. is quite sort of scary. Without oh. you knowing. Huh. Like yeah, I think of, they uh, advised that everyone had to update the app or not update. It. One of them, they, they <laughs> yeah. either do or don't update the app. But they said like it should be fine as long as you, I think, do update it. It would mm. be update. Because that way they can change whatever four there was. Yeah. In the yeah. App. Okay. But that is scary though. That's really frightening. It's, it reminds me a little bit of like sort of. It gives me Cold War vibes. You know, I spies mean, and stuff. Probably like Because um, it's it's somebody could literally be in your pocket. Listening. Yeah. Like, I've got nothing really it? worth listening to. Yeah. I mean, me neither. I'm not You'd exactly spreading state secrets, but 
I, there's yeah. a lot of things I would much rather people didn't hear. Yeah. <laughs> what um, happens if your phone was in your room and you just got out of the shower, you're changing, and then some they could like capture that image and then sort of blackmail you? You think about these sort of uh, Has anyone seen Black Mirror? Um, yeah. There was yeah, an episode like called Shut Up and Dance, and that's exactly what happened. There was a guy watching a video that he shouldn't have been watching, and they recorded him watching it and then used it to puppeteer him through this whole thing. Mm. Um, and it was terrifying because that it could legitimately just happen like right now someone mm. could do you that talk about all these like dystopian sort of uh, situations <coughs> where they could become like very real with the amount of yeah. like information being leaked and people do do that like um, mm. but <laughs> I guess this might be incredibly optimistic of me but <laughs> hoping people like usually the motivation is money mm. um, so I don't see the point in blackmailing someone, an ordinary person, with their, you know, photos or whatever. We can't. That's not a big. Urban. But I'm also not a criminal, so I, well, I, yeah. I can't think in their mind. Like well, I would nothing to hide. No, as in that I don't know their motivations or like. It yeah. Just seems like you can a, can't psychoanalyze them. It just feels like a massive faff to me. Yeah. <laughs> God, you gotta hack the app. <laughs> <laughs> gotta impersonate the person yeah well apparently uh, one in three people who um experience a data breach um then go on to experience identity crime mm. it'll stat for you i just like to well to any cyber criminals listening uh, please don't, please don't I, I would just like to acknowledge that this is actually the first episode that connor has brought notes <laughs> Like, I'm pretty good going on. Welcome the to the table, Connor. Yeah. He's got stats. <laughs> I've got some stats. I've got some stats. Oh. Um, I don't know. We, so, I don't know. We've got any What tips? are the different ways that companies can obtain data? Because I know there's things like, you know, like Nectar cards and things like that. When you get, this is B2C, but when you get a loyalty card for something, every time you use that card, yeah. they can track your buying patterns and things yeah, so like I've, that. That's data in itself. I've recently done that. So I've, as, a, as an adult, You're part now, of the I problem, Connor. <laughs> yeah, so my boyfriend put a mini Tesco like barcode thing on my keys this week and he put like a Sainsbury's Nectar card in my purse. He was like, Go why on, are you start using them? Don't put things in my wallet. Like, <laughs> no, he handed it to me and he was like, put it in your purse, put it in your purse. I was like, oh, okay. Well, it's good. You get a little bit of... Uh... I, really, I really should get an next card. I spent so much money in Sainsbury's. Exactly, that's what I got. Because <laughs> it's right by our offices for context. And we but like you're saying, there. though... But they, they are gathering scored. information with every transaction. Yeah, mm. and it's kind of weird because I experienced one of those weird little... You know how you hear stories about them gathering data and doing something about it. Um, we usually go through like a bag of oats probably about once every month and <laughs> sorry and it came I up hope to, you're going somewhere with this yeah, yeah and after a month it was like coming up to just before a they month they asked you if you wanted oats yeah I got a, a coupon for oats and I was like oh, oh what a surprise that freaks me out I don't like it yeah, and there's, there's that it story. wouldn't make me go out and buy them it'd make me want to consciously go somewhere else to buy them to get well, my I, oats. I, I was having a conversation to my friend about irregular choice shoes, which I own a pair of, I like them, whatever. I was having a verbal conversation, not using a phone in any way with a friend, and then I got targeted ads that evening. I have not searched for it, I hadn't done anything, and no I was like, hoping that was a coincidence, but like, who, who actually knows? But you um, hear stuff about It probably this. was a coincidence from, was it an online transaction that you, no. did you buy them online? No, nope. my parents bought me them, 
seven years ago in a shop. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> there's, uh, there was like a case in America where um, a girl was going to Target, I think it was, and uh, she was buying all this stuff, and they sort of noticed patterns in her buying. Um, it was, I think it was Walmart, sorry, Walmart. And then one day she got one of these leaflets to the door, and it was like, you know, um, discounts on baby clothes, baby foods, blah, blah, blah. And the dad was like, baby what? stuff. What? That's weird. My daughter's like, you know, 17. She's not having a baby. And Walmart had seen the patterns in her buying. She was buying, like, different foods, all this. And it had predicted that she was pregnant, which she was. Oh. And that's how her dad found out that she was pregnant. Oh, that's freaky. So it's weird, Did isn't she it? know? Did she know before she knew? Yeah, she, she, knew? she, she knew. She right. was hiding it from her So it wasn't family. like, what's she doing? From... Buying loads of, like, iron and... No, I think it was tests? like... Maybe... Like, that's the only thing I can possibly think. I was thinking maybe, like, um, food patterns. Maybe she had cravings and it was picking up on that. But or... how would you know that they were cravings and not just what you wanted well, maybe, to maybe, eat? Maybe she did buy, like, I don't know, maybe she bought, a small like, T-shirt supplements. or something. <laughs> supplements, maybe. Oh, I, the only thing I can rely... Unless they've got some next-level spy stuff on their servers is a pregnancy test or, you know, a morning-after pill thing because you can buy the American. So, other ways of gathering data? There's... The selling of data on public record databases, which yeah. I'm not even sure I'm aware when that's happening. That's but I do get calls from people, and I'm like, how do you have my information? Yeah. I get letters in the post, and I'm like, how do you have my information? I get so many cold calls, um, but I have my mum's old mobile number, so they always... It's, it's kind of a good thing, because they'll always ring up and be like, is that Claire? And I'm like, no, goodbye. <laughs> um, but th- these are companies that just she's it's, never interacted with. It's a strange concept, buying and selling people's data. The data is extremely Weird, valuable because your life's sort of encapsulated in it's that. It's not data something morally that I would feel like I could no. get involved with. Mm, there's one in, in Alti. There's one down the road. It's data brokers. Uh, Altrincham for listeners oh, yeah, who sorry. are international. You're Alt- away where we are. <laughs> <laughs> Altrincham, Cheshire. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a data brokers uh, on the high street, which is mad. A data broker. Yeah, like the buying and selling of data. Wow, we are living in the future. <laughs> yeah. I always pick up the well. I don't like picking up the phone to numbers, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But if I do, I'd be like, this is an unsolicited call. <laughs> you go all like mini lawyer on them. <laughs> <laughs> I especially like when they go, uh, we've ha- we have records that you've been in an accident. Um, and I'm like, I neither I own a car or have driven in five years. So your records are wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> so there's also activity on social media, on websites. You can track people's activity yeah. there. Like when Snapchat had the location thing, that was yeah. I've stopped doing that. Like even when much. I was even I when like I was that. on holiday, I didn't post my location until I was back home. That I was in Turkey. Yeah, because I don't yeah. care if people think I'm in Turkey when I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. <laughs> I know for a fact Holly was. <laughs> um, but I guess the most obvious one is transactional purchases, like when you buy mm. something. Or well, emails as well. You know, when yeah. you've, you've uh, companies now have to, you know, I consent to using my data and all that. So that's one way. I accept cookies when I sh- don't actually well, I know <laughs> if I should be. I need to clear my cache way more often. Because um, it slows down your computer, for one thing. But, like, yeah, I just, if it, there's an annoying bar at the bottom of the screen, it's just sort of Pavlovian to just click it. It's mm. like, oh, a button. Yeah. Click, like... Yeah. But I, yeah, I do try and read terms and conditions 
wherever possible went. But if it's about a hundred pages of teeny tiny no, text, nobody ever checks terms and conditions. Like like Monzo were quite good when I applied for a Monzo card. They um, they have a maybe like a three page terms and conditions written in plain English that you can understand in normal size text. Oh, I didn't um, know that existed. No. And it was like, oh my god, a thing I can read and feel <laughs> secure about agreeing to. Yeah. Um, but. And I guess like these ways of collecting information, like they are good if they're used correctly. Like they can be used by companies to improve their customer experience. They can refine a marketing strategy. But you need to respect that information, and things can go terribly wrong, as we know with BA and places like that. So I guess maybe if we touch on what are the consequences of data breaches. Before we went into that, I just wanted to add a little funny, uh, funny side note how people don't read the, uh, oh. the small print. So uh, a while ago, uh, the British sort of uh, company Game Station added the, the, yeah, the, <laughs> the immortal soul, uh, soul clause, which is basically if you bought something over the internet through them, there was a very small fine print and it was like, um, if you buy something through us online, we now own your soul. And because people generally I don't, don't think read that's it. funny at all. You don't find it funny? No. Why? I kind of get how it could be, but as a business, I feel like you've got way more. Like, like that isn't. Yeah, that, that's a legal bit of, like, st- you don't, don't play around with the legal stuff. Yeah. Like, make, like it's a joke, but it's legal. So. If you're going to make it a joke, mm. make it an explicit joke that people can see and be like, ha, that's funny, yeah. Yeah, because it's I'm not, not actually... funny if they're not aware of it. If no one can laugh well, at it's joke. There, But you could argue it's their responsibility to read the small print, which they've. But also, that would just damage them. If I read that, could reasonably expect that to be in terms and conditions. But you, you click the I consent, you, and it says I read read terms and conditions. So I don't really feel like you've got a leg to stand on. That's only damaging for their business because if I read that, I'd quit the web. I'd quit the browser. I wouldn't buy it. Why on earth would I consciously send my soul away? (laughs) That's not real. It is legal. We're getting into like a (laughs) theological discussion of the nature of the soul. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, let's go into security tips. Well, is that what we're doing? Consequences. No, so oh, cool. <laughs> miles away. Sorry. But, and he's back in the room. I sold my soul. <laughs> I was vacant. Oh, God, it's a shell. So, as we mentioned, the fine with British Airways, but do we think that that's a reasonable punishment for data breaches? Because that made a little dent in their turnover, but it probably had quite a large like consequence mm. on a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, you're, if things are sensitive as your passport number and your credit card information, and literally all the data anyone could ever need to impersonate you um, get out, that is... That, you can't really even really quantify Is it something you can go to prison for? Sure, probably under negligence or oh, is it for allowing it to happen? Yeah, um, oh no, sure I don't mean you... the hackers, I mean mm. like under negligence. Yeah. Hmm, do the hackers go to prison? <laughs> yes, um, the I would say if you were personally responsible for a massive thing, then I, I don't know about you'd definitely be fired. You'd probably get investigated for um, incompetence. I don't know what the, the what would the word incompetency, yeah, malpractice, yeah, something, but. If a company, if it was a company-wide system, I think that's more just you can't really. They have taken them to court, and they've you can't send the entire company to jail. Yeah, 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 I get that. It's 
But I guess there's also a larger penalty, arguably, than just money, because you share values can plummet. You are tarnishing your, repu <laughs> your reputation. I know Talk Talk in 2015, they had a data breach. And over, well, it affected 150,000 customers, but 15,000 people or customers' bank details were leaked. Jeez. And they lost 95,000 subscribers as a response to that. Mm. I'd be out. I'd be like, I'm gone. Yeah, no. If I can't trust a, a company to keep that stuff private and safe, then no. <laughs> so you're never going to fly with BA again? I've, I've never, never have been boozy enough <laughs> to fly with BA. What world are you living in? What lounge are you sitting in, like, drinking mojitos? I am I'm, a, not, I'm, I'm hiding in the, uh, the stowaway bit. I'm a Ryanair girl. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm Ryanair. <laughs> in the stowaway. But in the overhead if, locker. Yeah. <laughs> open the thing, he's like, oh. That's me. But in the future, would you never go with BA? If you had the option. I mean, I suppose now, almost, you can argue that a company that's been targeted... Well, they now have procedures in place that yeah. you won't strike, they won't strike again. But still, I would have it in the back of my mind. Like, mm. um, like hmm. Because especially when it's supposed to be sort of like a prestige, uh, more expensive airline, you expect, you know... Like, not that you expect it from other companies, but it's like, come on, like, people trust you and you need to validate that trust yeah um, now you can move on to your tips connor my tips <laughs> <laughs> okay um so two-step verification yeah so that's, that's like with paypal and things yeah so you've got you know the most common one is uh you sign in on the app and they'll send you a text yeah people do that yeah um, otps your, my um yeah pass yeah codes my yeah. Santander. Every time I transfer to someone, yeah. I have to fill in an OTP. Mm. You've got, yeah, I've got those. Uh, you've got uh, biometrics. So that's your, your face and your thumb. Mm. <laughs> so I'm just imagining it's, someone it's, smushing their face into an is, I, I originally thought, you know, it's pretty safe. But then I always think back to Ant-Man. You know, the scene where he gets the, his thumb with a little bit of glue and he gets into the safe. You see I mean, Ant-Man? No? That is a Marvel film. Not sure exactly how accurate... Ant-Man is as a... It could happen, you never know. Oh, um, yeah, I remember Ant-Man and the bit where he shrinks down and he gets inside the vault and he steals all the money. <laughs> <laughs> like. um, update regularly. Maybe not every week, because that's going to be a bit much, but maybe, like, quarterly, half yeah. a year. I um, usually do automatic updates for most things. Mm. Just accept them. Like, I'm bad at going later, later. And then I think you already exercised this, but different passwords for different things. And if you can, combination passwords, including um, special characters, like mm. exclamation marks and stuff. Yeah. So oh. you've got uh, uppercase, lowercase, alphabet, then you've got numbers, you've got special characters. Thank you for this, Connor. Put it all in. Put it all in. Then you've got um, a big string of gobbledygook yeah. which you type in, then there you go. You can now send messages to your friends on Facebook. <laughs> Um, wow. <laughs> and then the obvious one is avoids dodgy sites and emails. Mm. Which yeah. you didn't do. Which I didn't do. You're <laughs> living and learning. I see I'm preaching, but I don't do these things. I think for me, especially for large organisations like British Airways, I think they need to um, protect their organisations with a data protection officer, so an external or independent data protection expert who can actually help them meet those regulations. Mm. Regulate Regulation. Regulatory Back. obligations. Oh, that's me. There Thank you. <laughs> I've, I, I'm going to be very technical. Okay. Um, they, a lot of the ways that uh, hackers can really cripple a company is by getting into their network. But you can 
install software. It's called IDS or IPS software that monitors the traffic in and out of networks and spots bad things. Irregularities. Yes, anomalies. I liked an advert that I see every, t- every day when I drive home and it's like the most important things are the things you can't see. Mm-hmm. And it's about, it's well, about <laughs> online security. Your soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shut up. laughs> It's about online security. Because mm-hmm. it's something which is... Yeah, the you data. You can't see and it's the forgotten. Code, the yeah, data, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's all in the code. So, yeah, those things can help. Um, especially if you've got, like, big servers or um, lots of different devices and things like that. Good tip. Oh, jeez. Okay. Is that us done? That's us done. It's a big one. It's like 30 plus minutes. <laughs> Wowee. Wowee. Wow. <laughs> That's what we get when you do your research, Connor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool, well, thanks for joining us. You can catch us on Instagram, Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, Twitter. Yeah. Podbean? Podbean? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, sounds so cute. <laughs> we didn't know we were on Podbean, but Connor let us know a couple of weeks ago that we are now on Podbean, whatever yeah. that is. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, there you go. At 99P Gen Z. Nice. See you later, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye.